How are you, Ro? Hi, Jane. What's the crack? Not much crack. Well, I was just telling you, I just bought a bike. So that's the height of excitement for me. Yeah, exciting. Yeah, we bought a little Peugeot racer. So if anyone has any advice on uh, how to cycle old bikes, let me know. Because I've never done it. Zip and buy in town. Give her a, a nod. God, I've seen so many girls recently that just look unfucking believable on their bikes. And they just, they just look gorgeous. I don't know. Like, we saw two or three girls last week, and I've been with Dave every time. And I know, he, he, I can see his eyes looking at them like they look great. Just you whatever mean, like, way. Sexy or impressive or what? No, just beautiful. Whatever way they're, they, they have like, I, I can't describe it. They just great like bums <laughs> look like creep now but just there's been a few times i'm like that girl on that bike just looks magnificent and dave's like she does she does maybe it's yeah, bro, my be honest is it me and andrea you saw zipping by yeah it was <laughs> me and andrea i think it's because i my body is changing so much that like i'm really looking at other people's bodies and i'm like wow they look fantastic and not that i think i look bad but i'm like you know obviously i'm growing a human but I think I'm just like, wow, like, look at her waist. Look at her, look at her waist as she's riding that bike. Look at her bum. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh my God, wow, creep. It's a fucking workout, I'll tell you that. But uh, I've definitely noticed a big difference in my leg strength. Yeah. Cycling. Um, would you ever go on a bike? Would you ever hop on a bike? I also love the bags. The, like, cycling bags look always look really cool. Would I ever go? <laughs> Clearly, I just have a... The things at the back, like, the paneers. I don't, yeah, the ones that are like a messenger bag, but like on your back. Oh, do you? No, see, I think we're, I'm picturing two things. Are you talking about like hipster on a like an old school bike? Or are you talking about like in the Lycra on a racer bike? No, Jesus, not no Lycra, no racer bike. Hipsters on. Oh, a, just yeah. like around the city, buzzing around city vibes. Yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Okay, okay. Yeah, I understand yeah. now. All these gorgeous girls on bikes emerging from their lockdown. <laughs> you see, me and Andrea, well, no, more me specifically, because I have like a hybrid bike, which is great. It's a very like commuter bike. So yeah. it's not cool hipster and it's not racer. It's like what your ma would use to go to the shops and oh, think yeah, that yeah. they were useful. I'm not really looking at their bike, you know. <laughs> No, no, I'm, I know you're not, but there's there's an aesthetic, an aesthetic that goes with it. Yeah, there's the mad racers, and then there's the hipster in there, like basket on the front and lovely, and then there's 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 me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I know what you mean, but yeah. Anyway, no, would I ever go on a bike, Jane? I would love to. I am so terrified. I know you started off terrified. I think I'm next level terrified though. I don't know. I think once you get kind of get the hang of it, do you know what? I, I had to do it out of necessity because now it's, it's my only form of transport and it's changed my mm. life. So, yeah, when you, you don't do- have an option to drive somewhere, but you say, well, if I learn how to cycle, I'll get somewhere in half the time and know exactly when I'm going to arrive somewhere and not have to uh, rely on public transport. It's a game changer. But if you drive, oh. like, it's harder to get that motivation. Definitely. And like, I think that's that's definitely it. Like, I can see why you like, I need to get over this because I have to be able to try. I have to be able to go places, not on a fucking bus, especially in lockdown. Um, I can imagine you with one of those little carriers at the back. Frankie on. No, the baby. (laughs) (laughs) baby. Sorry. Yes. No way. Actually, that's something that like when I see babies on the back of bikes and like, I'm like oh, not judging parents, but I'm like, oh my god, if I'm so scared for me, like, what if they just fall off? What if I, what if I fall off and then the baby falls off and then there's a car? I'm just like, I can't believe how close cyclists are to cars. Honestly, it just terrifies me. But I've we have cycled in like when we've gone away and stuff, and we were cycling in Mexico somewhere along a, a main road, and Dave was behind me, and he said, I just was so nervous that he said I kept taking my foot off the wheel and putting it on the ground. Because I was like so nervous. And, yeah, like, I kept wanting to stop. And he said, every time I did that, like the bike was shaking and he was just like behind me, like, oh my God, this girl is going to fly onto the road because she's so nervous that actually she's not cycling properly. Oh, I kept like, taking my foot off and like tapping yeah, on the weird. ground. Yeah, that's like, you'd actually have to physically stop. It was very yeah. strange. So anyway, not, no, but who knows? Well, look, I mean... Down the line, you never know. We could, when the baby comes, uh, we'll we'll take you out to Phoenix Park or something off road. 
even Phoenix Park, I'd be scared to be honest, and I certainly would be more scared. Baby in the back, so I think it's I think it's not going to happen for me, Jane. I think we better fair just enough. put a pin in that one. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, ah, look, you have an excuse, but anyway, look, there you go. So I bought a bike, picked it up tomorrow, delighted. Little, little Peugeot, gorge in a range. Right. Sorry, we're late with this episode. We we took a few, few weeks break, I guess. Um, you know what? We didn't take a break of shy talk. We didn't. We kept shy talk going. So if you ever miss us on the main channel, uh, you know where you can find us every second week. <laughs> yeah, for the price of a pint, less than a pint. You price can. Of- the price of an oatmeal flat white now, Jane, as well, to be fair. Actually, the price of an oatmeal flat white. Yeah, um, and we have, like, Jesus, close to 50 episodes or something back catalogue there. Um, Yeah, we took a little break. I feel like I just realised that we never actually said we were taking a break or anything. We just kind of just didn't do it. But I think we both had pretty stressful weeks. My dad was in hospital, so I was like, I'll go. So we were just like, do you know what? Can't even deal with podcasts this week. Um, and I think we're better for it. Sometimes it's nice to get a little bit of a headspace and then you're excited to get back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry but, yeah. Sorry, go on. I'm just saying, so what we have been talking about an awful lot recently because our lockdown kind of revolves around it um, is food. Food, food. Glorious food. We, because Ro has had the maddest of cravings as pregnant women no, often do. I've had no cravings. I just want oh, food. Sorry. Massive appetite, should I say? Yes. Um, and I am definitely in a rut with food, so much so that um I <laughs> I was wrangled into signing up for uh I don't even want to say their name because I feel like they should pay us. <laughs> Drop <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's loads of different brands that do basically they deliver um ingredients to you yeah. once a week for meals that week. And I signed up uh just on the recommendation of someone in my family and it's great it's great so I wanted more inspiration on what food to make midweek so then we got talking about Jesus yeah it's so hard to like get inspiration to make new types of food and now that all we're doing is eating food like I don't know I just yeah feels like well, I talk about. About inspiration but yeah obviously look inspiring to buy new th- I, I yeah I don't know I'm always like how are you inspired just look up recipes <laughs> like but it's just getting the motivation to cook something new really like there's so many recipes out there but I think it was just more so that we were like um that yeah as you say we're just kind of well I'm obsessed with food at the moment because our whole weekend feckin revolves around it and then and also I was like like you're like what do we do tonight but anyway I also um I've lost my oh, sentence has gone from my brain. Share your thoughts. Our whole weekends do revolve around it because as you're saying, like you obviously can't drink at the moment. I'm not a massive drinker anyway, so I wouldn't really look forward to a cocktail or a bottle of wine or anything. So really food is is the thing you look forward to. Food is the activity on the weekend. Yeah, totally. Whereas like, you know, we could like if it's a Friday night or you know, Sunday afternoon, we might be going to the cinema or something a day yeah. out. Now it's what food are we going to get? What takeaway are we going to get? What are we going to cook tonight? And yeah. here's the thing. I think the reason why I'm in a slump with food that I'm always making the same stuff over and over again is because I only have a certain amount of staples in the cupboard. So all my meals are based around these staples. But what really I need and what Drop Chef did for me this week, I have to say, is they give you exact portions of every type of spice and oil and things you need. So I made a Massaman curry and it was great because I didn't have to go looking for like a fucking liter bottle of fucking coconut, something or other. And you know that you're never, ever going to use again, use once and never use again. Uh, so yeah, it expanded my horizons, but I think the issue is, is that we all have the same stuff in our cupboard and we just make different versions of things. Yeah. So how do we break out of that? Like my, like my food, my food shop is just the same every week. But then I and then I look up recipes and I have to go buy more stuff. Well, I don't. Know, I can't disagree with you though because I think yeah, okay. I think getting the exact portions of stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I know. I know. Practically, it's great, but like that for me, I don't know. There's so I find something kind of depressing about that as well. Like here's the exact amount of thing. Like I, if I have something left over, that's how I find something new to make. Like if I'm like I bought this fucking courgette, I'm like, why did I buy a courgette? And then yeah, I was like, I go recipes with that. I'm like, I'm never, okay, I'll do it this way. Or 
rather than throwing it out, I try and find some way to cope with that. But yeah, I don't. I think the whole food delivery services are just such a modern, like urban. Um, it's just it's just a whole new world of just getting everything like sent to you. Exactly you know like, what? That's exactly it. It's this world of convenience that we live in. Yeah, That's, yeah. It freaks me out too. Now I will say it's only two nights a week that we get it, and I'm only going to do oh, yeah. it for a month just to kind of maybe get a bit of inspo or something. Also, it does take the pressure off because we've talked about this before. Um, I'm a devil for like not doing big shops or forgetting to get things when I do do a big shop. So you don't, you've spent a hundred quid on groceries and you can't make one meal. Not one meal. That happened just this week. I went to Aldi on a Sunday. Dave went to Tesco on the Thursday. Jane, honestly, I was like, Dave, we don't have one meal. One meal. One meal. Terrible thing, like. And then I, then I end up going out every evening to get the one or two things we need to finish a meal. Yeah. I actually end up spending so much more money. You know, so... You just, I mean, I don't do this. I, I've never done it. I don't know if I will. But, like, I think it's brilliant if you plan out, like, what, what do you want to... Like, we're so stupid. We go to the supermarket and we're like, I guess we get the same things. Because, like, we haven't thought about something we want to make. Yeah, yeah. It's just, <laughs> like, things we think we need. I, at the start of lockdown last year, I actually was incredible. I would do out lunches and dinners every single day. Wow. And I then we'd write down the list of what we needed for all those lunches and dinners. It was unbelievable, but it took like a solid hour of planning on a Sunday. Like, Yeah, yeah, I can I imagine. Like thinking about what to cook and then writing down the ingredients. Like it's, it's a lot. Like You know what I'm interested in, right? Like I mean, I'm just so nosy. Like I think we all think we our food habits and our meals are, are like, what everyone's having but you forget that we all have such unique like staples like what you eat every day is probably so different to what I have every day and like even the meals we grew up in grew up with well maybe I think a lot of us probably ate the same stuff I think 90s Ireland it was just a lot of fish fingers and mashed potatoes yeah lasagna lasagna yeah 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 Yeah. did you have specific days of the week where you'd have specific things we did um well, I mean, I hate to get sad, but I can't remember the last time I had a family dinner. I think we stopped when my mum died. So my dad would be at work and everything. So I don't remember specific days like that. But uh, no, I just remember a lot of fish fingers, a lot of mashed potatoes whenever I go to my auntie's house. Um, Yum. Like, I, I remember my mum, one of the things my mum taught me how to cook when I was about seven was lasagna. So we must have had that quite frequently. Yeah. Uh, but no, why did you have days? Yeah, probably because like both my mom was working, my both my parents were working, so I think just out of convenience, it was um, it was just handy. So but yeah, roast chicken on a Monday, Tuesday was bolognese. I think Wednesday was lasagna. Friday was always a curry, uh, then a roast on a Sunday. Saturday was kooky. My dad might do a stir fry. Nice. Yeah, I so like very- that. I like how you know what's coming. Yeah, um, now, sorry, Ro, speaking of weird eating habits, Lola has jumped up on my bookshelf and is now eating my fern. So hold on, I've got to get the spray. God. Christ, it's all go. Can you see that? She is eating the fern. Okay, what spray is going to spray though? She knows. Oh. What is it, Jane? What are you spraying? Go. Water. Ah, Jane. Excuse me. Have you seen the fern? She has fucking destroyed it and she keeps what? knocking over stuff. Why can't you just take her down? Why did you spray her? Because that's how she learns. Our cat's not super smart that if you took them down, they'd be like, okay, I'm not going to do up here. No. No, because I spray her every time. And, and also now <laughs> I just have to lift up the sprayer and she's like, oh, yeah. fuck. But she that's didn't that time. Bad. She was like, I'm going to chance my arm. She hasn't actually sprayed me in ages. She did. The fucker went for one more bite of that fern. She did. She did. <laughs> Why oh, does she sorry, want to Lola. eat a fern? What? Why does she want to eat a fern? Um, cats like eating plants and grass and stuff. If if they if they have a sore tummy, or not even a sore tummy, like it kind of helps with their digestion or something. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, sometimes but, um, they get their their water from there. They prefer like eating plants than drinking water. Like getting water from a plant god she's very cute though she's fierce cute to be fair yeah um it's funny just talking about the the meals of my day of week at home but because i i went to my parents a few weeks ago and um jane i don't know does your dad do this but my parents have the exact now i know we buy this like we, we're just saying that we buy the same things in the supermarket every week to a certain extent like fruit and veg i buy the same stuff obviously <laughs> yeah they buy like 
the same everything so like right they have a press i call it the purple press because it's where the chocolate is like the dairy milk and stuff there's always like <laughs> giant buttons and crunchies which like, i think giant buttons are so random i think i don't know why she always gets them then there's like a um in the fridge is always like a, a dairy milk whole nut bar there's always the same type of crisps it's always the exact same cereal whereas my like treat things i would quite i would vary up quite a bit you did like try what's new you would you know mix up between you know, different brands chocolate different types of crisps i mean popcorn you know i just can't i'm like i look and i'm like I, I can tell you everything that's going to be in this press it doesn't change ever uh my dad's like that with um like he loves the deal he loves the deal so there's a certain press if you look up and very top of the shelf he has a uh, tato salt and vinegar crisps and he'll have without fail and also a packet of peanuts he has it in his head that he loves having a packet of peanuts handy if any guests come over and he can put the peanuts into little ramekins. Sure. And I always like, end up chomping on the peanuts whenever I'm there. Yeah, it's so funny. That's so not something we would ever have in our house. You know, it's such a parents thing. Same way our parents are like, they don't drink vodka, but they'd always have vodka in case a vodka drinker comes over. And I'm like, how often? Like, you don't even have guests very often. It's like, pre-COVID even, you don't like when. Anyway. But speaking of like childhood things, or even just, well, it doesn't have to be childhood, but... Was there anything that was in your fridge that was actually, now that you think back to it, was just like a staple that actually was random? I'll give you my example first so you can know what I'm talking about. We always, for like up until we were in our 20s, so recently, had jelly in the fridge. Jelly. Like, do you mean in your parents' house or in your house? Parents. Okay. What type of jelly? So, you know, just like strawberry jelly, you know, the way you get the blocks and you make the jelly. And yeah. like, I thought it was normal, but it's only that I think someone was over my house, like, like, why do you always have jelly in the fridge? I was like, I don't actually know. That is true. Like, and always. you make it. My mom makes it. I never made it. Um, when I was a kid, it, you'd, every now and then you'd have jelly, but um, do you remember Angel's, Angel's Light? Yeah, I never really had that, actually. Oh, I loved it. Do you remember going over to your friend's house? Actually, I have a feeling you might have been one of those families. I'm feeling. Go on. Go on. Like in my house, the only drinks you ever had were milk and water. That's it. Same. Maybe some my wadi or like off brand Ribena or something. Same. And if you went to a play date after school and you went to someone's house and they had like Capri Suns in the fridge or no. even more like cans of Coke. Oh my God. They I were behind the bougie. We never had anything like that. We were oh. like, like no, no. My, my parents were all, the drink side was very, and actually the treat side wasn't ever like. Now they have a great treat selection, but we're kids, not really. Uh, yeah, no. Capri Suns would have been epic. Do you remember some people would have that weird orange juice? What's it called? Like really chemically, but uh, oh, sunny guys. Yeah, or sun kissed or something. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yes. When did you like? Oh my god! Even just juice in general I'd be like whoa yeah to be honest even if if someone just had like I remember a friend of mine had like a carton of orange juice and a carton of apple juice in the fridge and like that was big deal to me big deal big deal now we might if we were going to like the beach or something like that my parents might get like TK red lemonade to put in the cooler oh, yeah. in the freezer box yeah yeah no I used to get the fizzy drink when when we go to the pub or whatever and you're with your parents oh, yeah. and then I'd get like whatever and that's when I would lose my mind because I was never we never had it. But also, did you have, for your lunches in schools, it was only ever a kick out or a timeout for me? Oh, timeouts, yeah, because I think the multi-pack of timeouts were quite cheap or something. Yeah. Yeah, timeout, God, yeah, or Kit Kat. Gas, I haven't thought about that in so long. Yeah, my school lunches would be maybe like a Mandarin, Clementine, yeah. Um maybe like a Kit Kat and um, I loved peanut butter sandwiches to this yeah. day still do I had I've peanut butter every day like it's a really big problem for me I'm not into peanut butter really at all I love it but I remember being told that uh, I remember being slagged for having peanut butter sandwiches so I pretend that I didn't like them and I'd be what? like oh I can't believe I got peanut butter sandwiches again and I'd like pretend to like not like them when I took a bite <laughs> I'd be like, oh, oh, gross, but I loved it. Hold on, why would, like, is that not like an absolutely normal thing for a child to eat? Like, everyone has peanut butter sandwiches, I thought. I don't know, and do you know what's weird now? I think just one queen bee in the class decided they were disgusting, you know what I mean? Yeah. Also, uh, what's weird now is that, like, you can't ha- bring peanuts into school anymore. You can't have chocolate. Like, What are they having? Well, 
so last week I was minding my little brother and a part of that was um making him his lunch every day and it was actually the hardest thing because I was like what the fuck do I put in his lunchbox like he like you can't obviously you can't have any chat any chocolate any peanuts um uh I just gave him like yogurts and apples and crackers and shit like I was just like this is the worst lunch like remember froobs Oh, he loves fruits. Yeah, yeah. There'll always be yoga chains on my tracksuit in school. Always. The little petty flues with your little spoon. Lovely. Yeah. Um, come here to me. What What would be your, like, go-to, like, your three go-to meals for, like, midweek? Now. Um, like, now in COVID. Well, oh, God. So... I definitely do like a veggie curry. I, I try and do one thing that I can get two nights out of. Oh, that's very good. Yeah. Maybe like a veggie curry or veggie chili. That sometimes doesn't happen. Um, oh God, I don't know. We, to be fair now to us, we do change things up a lot. We did a, we did ask on question on stories there if people try something new. And a lot of people said they don't try something new regularly at all. I would be quite good at mixing up. I like a ramen. So I usually like an Asian-y thing one day. So either a ramen or like a rice avocado egg with a bit of peanut rayu on it. Ooh. Or okay. a, sometimes I might make yes yeah, some sort of curry or a chili type thing. Where um, would you get the recipe to that for that, or would you just like kind of make it up and very make a variation of a recipe you I know or whatever? I Google. I just Google recipes. Now Dave doesn't use recipes. He's just very, he's actually a very good cook just off his own bat. Um, I I have to say I love Donald Skeen's book. I have his book. It's great. Good. I have a great one by Jamie Oliver. That's like everything is only five ingredients. That's really good. Um, what are your staple dinners? I don't, I'm actually going completely blank now. Mine. Yeah, it's funny. Um, I I do I I really do love to cook, and one of my favorite things to do is maybe on a Sunday, or maybe I'll do it today because it's fucking shit out. I like finding a new recipe in my Jamie Oliver book, or I've got a few different cookbooks. Going out and getting the ingredients and putting on a podcast, and same. I love it, but that's more weekend. But the midweek, like eating just to eat, yeah, type stuff. Um, I have a great book that I got from a friend of mine for my birthday called 15 Minute Vegan and everything only takes 15 minutes and there's gorgeous stuff. So I've cooked a lot of new stuff from that. But you'll know my main event is ratatouille. Oh, yeah. I make a ratatouille. But then this is why all it is is veg. You can freeze it. It's just veg and cashews and tomato sauce, basically garlic freezes really well you can have it with rice you can have it with couscous you can have it with pasta um, yeah. and it's literally just solid veg so it's really really healthy so that is one that I would make maybe once not once a week maybe once every two weeks I'm doing it in a big lunch box and then I can have it for lunch with some couscous or dinner or I can bring it into work or whatever so that's that's my like I don't know if I've ever made like, a perfect example of something that's an absolute staple for you and I like that but I don't think I've ever made it. I mean, look, it's literally just vegetables. But it's uh but it's a great way to get veg in. Like this weekend, for example, so oh my god, sorry, I made nachos on Friday that were just phenomenal, I have to say. Oh Jane yeah, the toppest of tips with the cheese. Yeah. So she said to make the like the actual cheese sauce, it was just so unhealthy. Cheese and butter and milk and a bit of um what was the not paprika? Cayenne pepper. Cayenne pepper. I literally just Googled that recipe because I made nachos last week and I was like, how do I make it not like hard and cheese? And there you go. Nachos on, on Friday, delicious. And on Saturday, we just kind of want something like healthy-ish. So I had like just halloumi, uh, peppers, bit of roasted potatoes and salad. Nice, nice. But I was now the problem is, right, when I have a healthy dinner, that's not that huge. I am... Um, but like we end up eating trash then, with like yeah, yeah. food out, especially the weekend. You're like, well, what else would we have? My, I'm not that full. And uh, then we had Indian last night, which was delicious. Right. And veggie chili. No, oh, veggie chili. Maybe I'll make that tonight. Oh, interesting yeah. now. Yeah, funny. Like last night, I had. I I talked about them before. My vegan quesadillas from that book, the 15 minute vegan. I have. Yeah, lovely. It's literally just black beans, sweet corn, avocado, um, and red onion in a wrap, fried on both sides. Yeah. Uh, so we ate it and literally within an hour we were ravenous and then we ended up ordering chipper chips at like 10 o'clock. I know. I'm baffled by these people now. I'm jealous like of people who can like just have their dinner. Now look, I see again, my I, my appetite is obviously different to what it was before, but who can just have their dinner and then not have anything else? 
yeah no I know I definitely if I have a nice dinner then if I have like a healthy dinner then I'll definitely have like freed up a little bit of room for like a treat that night then but I will always I feel like I will always have something even if I'm stuffed like that's just in my routine I, I like there's lots of people who are super healthy and it's amazing and they probably don't have something nice every day I have something nice every day oh yeah me too yeah yeah Absolutely. I think that's quite normal isn't it yeah, but it's all in moderation. Like what we get is for our like treats that we have at home and without a doubt, we'll have one every day, either a pack of uh, loop-de-loop ice pops, um, which are only 80 calories per ice pop. So I'll always have one of them after dinner or something or with a cup of tea watching deli or a pack of snacks, which is also like 80 calories or something and it feels yeah. like you're having crisps. Um, but I think I couldn't do without. Like I, I couldn't do without that little treat. Like no. I couldn't just be done after dinner. Like no, I did in I did intermittent fasting for a couple of months. Yeah. Um, and like it was grand. Like, but I didn't see massive benefits from it. Like I remember really. you doing that. But it's funny, yeah, I know. I to me now, I just it's a, a nice joy to like sit down and watch the telly in the evening and have something nice. Um and then you hear people are like, I just have a square of dark chocolate. And you're like, oh, well, fucking hell, you brilliant. <laughs> I actually, to be fair, I do like dark chocolate with a cup of tea. And I feel like I could be done after that as well. It does. Um, but like, I'm also like, yeah, I'm also like, what am I all this Now, I've gotten way worse with my treats, to be fair now. But fuck it. Um, is yeah, there anything? You're growing a human, like. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck it. Um, come here to me. We... You did a great job at asking some foodie related questions on our Instagram last night and some of them gave us absolute lols and also I'm judging some of these people hard. Yeah. Like, so one of the questions was, do you have any strange food combos? Now, Ro, do you have any strange food combos? Yeah. Go on. I have a really weird one. Go on. Well, I didn't know it was that weird until people have seen me eat it and they're like, that's fucking weird. So I really like, so jam on toast, right? Okay. With hard-boiled eggs. And people think the jam combo with the egg is very strange. I also like jam on a sandwich. <laughs> so butter, jam, hummus. Oh. Maybe some sort of meat, maybe some sort of salad. So I'm mixing all sorts. I can put beetroot in there, whatever I want. But the hummus with the jam also makes people very uneasy. Do you know what, though, Ro? I mean, my initial gut reaction was, you sick bitch. Yeah. But actually, when I think about it, like... Like I put honey on pizza, like yeah, which is delicious, and like there's garlic and stuff on the pizza. So like, really, what's the difference? I mean, and also you can get sweet hummus now. Yeah, well, look, I, I mean, it works for me, but people found this very, very horrific. Like, and even like our cheese with jam. I just think jam goes with everything. Well, if you can put chutney on cheese, then absolutely. Exactly. Come here to me. How did you? What made what brought you to the point of I'm gonna put a hard hard boiled egg on my jam? Because like I just might be having a slice. Of, I just would have been having a slice of toast one day, and I was like jam, and then I be like, well, I need to add some extra. Like I need to be filling, so I'll have a hard boiled egg, and then I'm like this works together. I don't know. Just I've just always done it. Mad. I'm gonna have actually. Well, there's some fucking mad ones. No, I'm. What do? I honestly don't really have many weird food combos to be honest. That's very- yeah, no, I don't really. Um, no. Really? Nothing not unusual? Not really. Nothing that anyone said to you like, Jesus, Jane. No. no. Honestly, what? no. I'm trying to think of like snacks and stuff. I like, used to when I was younger. Snacks, but no. I used to when I was younger. I've always just been very like, honestly food has always been a huge part of my life I've always just been really into food and just thinking about it. I used to, when I was younger um get hot, you know spaghetti before it's cooked yeah I would dip it into like my mom would be making spaghetti and I would dip it into like the just the passata or something hard pasta and just eat it yeah that's disgusting. so disgusting I would also because like you know when you're a kid you don't have free reign to chocolate or treats my mom would be like you know you can't have that I would sneak up into the press and eat the cooking chocolate and make myself sick because I cooking chocolate is not like it's not the same no it's not the same yeah but I was desperate Jane I think I've always had like a major sweet addiction and also I have as a child as well eaten all 25 days of my advent calendar in one go on in like November and gotten sick as a child me arse I mean when was the last Ro come on now be serious when was the last time you did that I've never eaten 25 days as an adult I tell you I promise you promise 
I promise. <laughs> I've certainly eaten a few in a row, though. But the, oh, yeah, but definitely. Yeah. It depends on the advent calendar. If it's one you just got from, like, a client or something in work, you're just like, oh, fuck it. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I also used to do this thing where I'd get ice cream and then I would get a mini Mars bar and melt the Mars bar for a few seconds in the, in the microwave and then put on the ice cream. Delish. Yeah, but that's not weird. That's, like, standard. No. That's normal, yeah. We would do that um, at barbecues and stuff. We'd get like oh. Mars bars, melted Mars bars. Oh, so good. So good. Um, Someone said cold lasagna on toast. Now, cold lasagna? Oh, cold lasagna on toast. Yeah, that's a bit odd. Yeah. Oh, wait, I just realized I have one, but it's not one. But I think people are often quite surprised by it. Um, But it's actually legit. It's Italian. So chips on a pizza. Yeah, that's unusual. Yeah, you literally just put chips on top of a margarita pizza. And uh, apparently in Italy, it's called a pizza bambino, like a little kid's pizza. Like you put the chips on the pizza. But legit, Andrea used to always tell me it's a real thing. She introduced me to it. And when I went to Sicily, there it is on the menu. And they just lash those chips on top. I'm into that. I'm into that. I I feel like that would taste fine, but I just would prefer to have them separately at the same time. You know what I mean? I think you're kind of losing the magic of the chip, probably. No, it, it gives it a new level. It's like right. it tastes like pizza. It, it tastes like pizza that has the consistency of a chip. Like I, I don't even, I can't even describe. Okay, okay, I hear you. I hear also, you. garlic sauce. It's oh, garlic sauce pizza in general. I can't eat pizza without garlic sauce at this point. Um, Nutella on potato waffles. Oh fuck, that's weird. Ah, I mean, I would usually put like vinegar on potato waffles. Like I treat it like chips. Oh, would you? Yeah. Or sometimes yeah. if you put a little slice of cheese on top of a potato waffle and then maybe put it in a roll or something when you're hungover. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. Peanut butter and chili jam. That actually sounds class. Yeah, I've been to that. Yeah. This is fucking sick. Peanut butter and coleslaw on toast. That's not nice. That's disgusting. Uh, ketchup, no, I've never really had. Sambo. What? Ketchup Sambo. Just ketchup. Just gets well, I wonder is it toast or is it like cold bread? Oh God! I hate. I actually hate. You know when you make like your own like breakfast roll at home or a sandwich and like so I'd get like veggie sausages and put them in toast with some ketchup. I hate when I get a part of the bread that has no sausage but just some ketchup. I hate it. I'm like oh, hate it. ketchup and hate bread it. now. And I'm into ketchup, but like I, I'm not. I'm not freaked out about ketchup. But that now to me, that's just no. I agree. Any bit of just so low ketchup on a piece of bread is rotten. Oh, rotten. And here's the thing as well. It depends what ketchup it is also. Like, I'm absolutely a ketchup snob. Like, I would pay... Like, I would never get the brand name ketchup. I'd get brand name everything else. Definitely not ketchup. Or the off-brand, should I say. So, oh, so I was like, you're you're a snob. Yes, yeah, so what are you... She- like, I'm a chef gal, but I actually haven't had it. Oh, thank God. I'm also chef. 100% chef. Yeah. It's more vinegary than, than Heinz. Deeper, darker, delicious. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely I, I would shell out the extra couple of quid now for a chef than get like the little or the Tesco. I know I don't use yeah. that often anymore. I have a little one in my fridge and actually now I'm raging at myself. You're right. I need to go get chef. I need to. Yeah. Just... Yeah. I remember one time I had a housemate who was going to the shop and he asked that I want anything. And I said, Ashley, can you just I said to him, can you just get me a bottle of whatever the cheapest ketchup is? And he oh, came no. back with like a four euro big thing of chef. And he was just like, I couldn't do it. Like I couldn't buy the crap one. <laughs> I was like, okay, thanks. Amazing. Um, batch bread, toasted butter, and brown sauce. I was oh, with yeah. you on the batch bread, toasted with butter, but with brown sauce. Brown sauce in general is no fuck off. Get away from me. I don't think I've ever actually had it. Well, because you're not a sixty-five year old man. That's why. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> um, popcorn and Maltesers. That's quite standard. I love vanilla yeah. popcorn and Maltesers. Popcorn noodles are my jam. Oh, curry coconut noodles, tin of tuna, cheese, cheese, coleslaw, soy sauce. Hold on, what? All together? Cayenne pepper. Curry coconut noodles. Okay. Tin of tuna. No, Jane. No, 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 not together. Cheese, coleslaw, soy sauce, and cayenne pepper. My person needs to get off this podcast. Go away. <laughs> leave. Jane, that can't be, she must mean separately or something. Oh, look, whatever floats your boat. And you know what, that actually just reminded me, when I was a teenager, I was hooked, hooked on, for some reason, curry coconut noodles and salt and vinegar crisps. Together? Yeah. 
Would the crisps not go very soggy? I, I, I can't remember how I made it. I think I just would eat them at the same time together or maybe I'd put the noodles on top of a crisp or something. There was a couple of months that I was hooked on it when I was about 15. You know, I never got it. A lot of those things that people really got into that I, I never really got into because I was celiac. Well, no, I just couldn't eat all the same things that like, you know, people would have chicken fillet rolls and coconut noodles and all that stuff when we were younger. Yeah. And I or like crisp sandwiches. I've never had a crisp sandwich or like a, a chips chip chip sandwich. I've never had that. A, bu- a chip butty, a chip sandwich. And I was gonna say butty, but then I felt like a, I don't know why I felt like. Well, a you can have all these things. You just use your gluten-free bread. I know, but back then, like when these we were having these things, there was no nice bread, and I didn't anyway. But I could. I just haven't. It's not like a staple for me. But um, the coconut thing is interesting because I always everyone was always having them, and I was like, oh god, I'm sort of the loop of this thing. Um, and now they do a gluten-free coconut noodle, and I, I'm into yeah. it. Nice. And now, you know what I do? are they the pots or are they the squares that you put in a pot? Squares. But you know what I do? I, I jazz it up so I get the coconut noodle, and then I might add like my own peas, my own sweet corn, my own soy sauce. Maybe oh. I'll do a boiled egg on top, some avocado, and I've like just jazzed up my coconut noodles, and it's delish. That's lovely. Um, I will say I haven't touched coconut noodles in years because I watched that video of of instant noodles breaking down in your stomach seen that video no i have not it just shows the like digestion process and how long it takes to digest it's fucking rank um okay here's another great question ro what would be your death row meal your last meal okay so this used to be i used to say like a really well cooked steak and really delicious garlic cheese potatoes okay now I'm thinking I do I would I'd love garlic cheese potatoes but I would say even maybe tacos would be up there like unbelievable oh, yeah. I love tacos That's the, I love the al pastor pork and pineapple what would your starter be you have to you have to start your main and dessert like oh fuck really yeah and drink oh my god I don't know what I'd do for starter I love a goat cheese salad to be honest I know that's a really oh, boring nice. yeah yeah really nice goat cheese salad dessert Oh, there was this cake I used to be able to, again, can't eat it now. They used to have an avoca, and when I was a kid, I loved it. They had an amazing lemon sponge cake in avoca that had this beautiful kind of breadcrumbs at the back. Not breadcrumbs, just something delicious at the back. Anyway, there's a lemon sponge in avoca that was always my favorite, but I can't have it anymore. And is it, yeah, but here's the thing, like, if it's your last meal, you might as well just fucking go for it. Yeah, I'd have it. Well, what's yours? Uh... I think I'd just go pretty standard and just say I just would love a big, delicious pizza with garlic sauce. Fuck yeah. Just like... now. And and you know what else I'd love? Uh, a big, like, pint of full-fat Coke, which I never have. I think maybe once every three years I have a normal Coke. I love how we call it full-fat, even though it's clearly, like, full sugar. Full-fat yeah. is in. The big knob of butter in it. Um... I'd like the big thing of Coke and uh, for dessert, maybe Ben and Jerry's cookie dough ice cream. Yeah, delish. Yeah. Do you know what I've been having? Well, I had twice in the last few months and it's been phenomenal. McDonald's. So I haven't, I would never have McDonald's again. Pregnancy is maybe what McDonald's don't, whatever, kill me. I would get the Big Mac without the bun and I'd bring my own bun. And I'd put a lovely bun on the Big Mac. I'd have the fries. I'd have a dip. I'd have some sort of sundae, which actually then I found out I can't have soft serve ice cream, so I shouldn't have been having that. But look, we're all fine. Really? Um, yeah, something like listeria or something risk. I mean, what? Yeah. And oh, some people said actually in the in the thing that they dipped their chips in the ice cream, which yeah, I think is nice. I've done that. I saw them. I did, I actually didn't read them because I feel like that's pretty standard. I've heard that quite a lot. Any other weird ones there? Uh, well, I'm on the death row dinners now. Oh, you've moved on. Yeah, sorry. Rush. I've moved on. Um, do you want to hear some of the death row dinners, though? Yeah. Someone said, Mam's chicken dinner. That's very cute. Very cute. Spice bag. Oh, yeah. I, I love a homemade spice bag. I make them quite regularly. Uh, coddle with bread and butter. I've never had coddle, actually. I just can't stand the, the weird skinless sausages floating yeah. around. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people are saying like roast chicken dinner. Someone said vegan pizza. And I'm like, do not just go the, the whole hog. But maybe they actually prefer the taste of vegan pizza. Yeah. Actually, have you ever had the, um, the whatchamacallit, uh, Defontaine's vegan pizza, it's vegan cheese. It's actually no. really good. Really good. Can't eat a drink, can I? Um, um, 
Somebody said to Jethro Meal, this is like so me, I'm obsessed with potatoes. Every type of potato, every type, mashed potato, potato baked, chipper chips, lots of salt, real butter, bread. I'm like, oh yeah. Oh I, yeah. I actually just like carbs, like <laughs> yeah. Um someone said bruschetta, lasagna, chocolate fudge brownie. Yeah, delicious. Jane, have you ever had somebody cook something horrific for you and you were like, This is disgusting? And you know what to say. <laughs> um yes. Yes, so I Yeah. <laughs> oh come on. No, I can't say it. Why? Still listen to the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, no, I can't oh. say it. Did you tell them you didn't like it? <laughs> is this okay? I can't. Uh, so I can't I can't okay um, but no I didn't say anything you just grin and bear it um, although one thing I do hate um, my biggest thing that I hate uh, is mushrooms I hate mushrooms and as a vegetarian a lot of 90% of the time the veggie option on a menu is always mushrooms and I'm like have yeah. some fucking imagination so anyway like- the thing is is actually I'm delighted because I did an allergy test and actually I come up red for every type of mushroom Oh, wow. So I'm like, is that just a happy accident that now I have a legit excuse to not want to touch the mushrooms? Or do you think I have a psychological aversion because I know my body doesn't like it? Weird. Weird. Same as me before I knew I was celiac. Like I just never was into like bread and sandwiches and all. I was always like potatoes for my lunch instead of sandwiches. And that's probably because maybe obviously made me feel sick, maybe. And it was a subcontinent. Yeah, I just... maybe. Yeah. But um, I once had a meal, a friend, she doesn't listen to the podcast, it's okay, don't worry, I'm not being really terrible. And she had had a few drinks and we were going up to hers for dinner and she was a bit locked, I think. And she cooked us chicken, but Jesus, Jane, the chicken wasn't cooked. It was a roast chicken and the juices were like bloody, oh, like, and we didn't know what to say. And it was so awkward because there's a few of us and obviously you can't eat raw chicken. Like, what you do? You know, we had to like very politely ask her, like, could you put it back? And then she was really, really annoyed with us. Like, and we're like, it looks like raw <laughs> fucking chicken here, pal. Like, and did you put it back in the oven? I can't remember what we did. I think we might have just not eaten it or like eaten around it or I don't know what we did, but oh. it was yeah, all you, very. You awkward. really can't use. No. You, you can't eat raw chicken. Like, that's something. Yeah, really bad. But actually, a lot of like, to be fair, it's not happened very often that I've had a terrible meal handed to you, Amanda. Like, it's just so awkward, though. Somebody did comment. I'm trying to find it. They said that they, um, that her auntie made her a bolognese, but, like, with the, with the sauce was just water. Oh. Let's mm-hmm. see. Hold on. Uh, anyone cooked you a terrible meal? Someone just replied, yep. <laughs> yeah. Um... Oh, my aunt, bolognese in water sauce. Ooh. Oh, that's rotten. So someone said my mom made some questionable questionable, questionable me- meals in the 90s, but I think 90s cooking was... Yeah. Oh, do you remember deep fat fryer? and mashed potato, that's it. Do you have a deep fat fryer? Oh, yeah. I oh forgot about God. the deep fat fryer. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, maybe one day a week you'd have the chips and maybe the chicken nuggets deep fried. Oh, I used to love chicken dippers. Oh yeah, Remember that deep fat fryer was like crack. The chips that came out of that were just like nothing else. Oh, I have to say, actually, I completely forgot to say, I used to have really weird food habits when I was in secondary school. I used to really because um very lucky, very privileged. My mom was always into like cooking. Very ready meals were just not a thing, and they're still not a thing that like I've just ingrained into my head. You have to cook things fresh. No ready meals. Um. So ready meals were just not a part of my childhood. What right? do you mean by ready meals? Like microwave meals and stuff? Yeah. So microwave meals are even just like packets of sauces and stuff. Like she'd, if curry, like all that stuff. It was all like, oh, like you'd never have like a Dalmio or. I know we actually probably would God time yet to be fair, but more so I'm probably more so. Yeah. Microwave type meals. Right. Um, which I always was obsessed with, but you'd never, ever let me get. I don't know though, Ro, like. I don't think there was many. I can't think of any microwave meals in the 90s. I think that no one could really afford them. 
No, I'm, I'm not saying, well, I'm just my childhood in general, I never had them, but more in secondary school, I'm saying is when I got obsessed with them. But what are we talking about? Like, what type of microwave meals? I can't think of Sorry, go on. So one of the things was these disgusting Rustler burgers that you put in the microwave. Oh my God, yes, I remember the Rustlers. Another thing was these chips in a box you put in the microwave. Oh my God, I remember them, yeah. Another thing was just curries, like little, you can still get them. They're really popular, like curries that you put in the microwave or whatever. Yeah. Um, oh I'm like, God, I don't I think forgot about the chips. Those chips were rank. Rank, but crinkle cut sometimes. But I still was obsessed with this really horrible, cheap, processed shite. Like the Russell burgers was disgusting. The chips were disgusting. The microwave curry was disgusting. But for some reason, I had an obsession with them. I still was like, I'm going to go and get this. <laughs> Gas. Yeah. yeah, actually, I think they were very much a thing, like around the Celtic Tiger. <laughs> I yeah, think you're, right. you're all mad for our... Yeah, I mean, I yeah. never would, but I do remember those those chips. I remember, I have a memory of when I was a kid um, in the 90s, and I think I was given out stink. I wanted McDonald's, I wanted to go to McDonald's or something, right? Yeah, and given out shit. And obviously my mum wasn't going to take me to McDonald's. So what she did was she stayed, I remember so well, she got an A4 sheet of paper and stapled it together at the side so it looked like a McDonald's bag. And she made me all my chips and put them in it. Oh, <laughs> I was joking to myself. That is so sweet. Very cute. Um, but God, I, yeah, microwave meals. Jesus. But actually, no, sorry, we did use jars. Like my mom did definitely do, you know, the Dalmio, yeah, the Dalmio yeah. jar. And also there White was another sauce. brand, Uncle Ben's curry sauce. Oh, yeah, did. I hated Uncle Ben's. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I got real obsessed with those really, really weird trashy foods for a while. But um, yeah. So what's one thing, Jane, that you buy every week but never use and end up throwing it out? Courgettes. I, Courgettes. I, Same. I, I always buy a couple of them and I might use one and then completely forget about the other one. Yeah, there was kind of a pack of two. You never need two courgettes in a week. You never use two courgettes in a week. Um, Sometimes, uh, like potatoes because it's so difficult to buy like I usually buy a bag of potatoes and it's hard to get yeah. through them all um what else oh there's always a moldy pepper in the bottom of my I never vegetable crisper yeah. oh you know what I recently started doing only recently have I do I have a big freezer since I moved house oh, and now I freeze absolutely everything and it's it's actually a game changer because I used to always never get through my spinach in time um, yeah. But now I have it in the freezer box and I put in smoothies. Oh, great idea. Yeah, Bob. Um, for me, it's always celery because I always have an idea that I'll make soup because like, that's the only thing I use celery for. I don't like, I hate celery. Yeah, I hate celery. But I never do. Um, I, I I really like spinach, but I will always, for some reason, buy a stupid bag of mixed leaves. And I hate mixed leaves. I just think they're shite. And I get spinach or kale. I don't know. I just mix leaves. I don't know. And it's I always often it's it's all you can find. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That's the reason. Yeah. yeah right. Um, and another thing, I fucking hate cucumber, but Dave will always put a cucumber in the trolley and we always throw it out. I think he thinks he's going to make like cucumber water out of it. But we never do. Okay. And I like always, I like a cucumber in a salad now. I have to say that's I might get some cucumber today. I hate cucumber. Yeah, some people have. Do you hate coriander as well? No, I don't mind coriander. I'm not like yeah, I don't mind coriander. Um, or like right. just kind of moldy. Like yeah, like a lot of my fruit ends up getting moldy. Um, I love that someone said what their what their last meal would be. Uh, Christmas dinner, which I think is very cute. Oh, I love a Christmas dinner. Um, somebody did say. A nail file. <laughs> Wait, what, for what? Anything that you throw away? No, you never use. <laughs> I think she misunderstood. I think she misunderstood. Um, Jane, we've been talking for a long time about food. I'm starving now. I'm actually starving. Um, I'm going to go and do a shop, I think. I'm going to wait till the, till the weather dies down a bit and go up to Tesco or Little or something. Yeah, Just I'm get out of the perfect. house, you know? I'm made for trash food now. Like it's funny at the weekend when I start eating trashy, I'm like, oh, more, more, more. <laughs> you see, because I had my chips last night. Now I actually feel so stodgy that I feel like you know, with so much salt, you feel dehydrated and all. I feel like I need to make a smoothie or something to cleanse me now. Chipper chips, any like late in the night are so bad in the tummy, aren't they? Oh, they're so delicious. Oh, so good. And do you know what? There's a few left in the bag from last night, and like 
I'm torn between, oh yeah, I could go in and just chomp away at them, or even though I know I'd regret it, or I could make a smoothie. But look, they don't, they don't keep well chocolate chips, but they won't be nice. No, sometimes I eat them cold though. Is that weird? That should be on my weird thing. Cold in the same night, but I wouldn't eat chocolate chips the next day. It depends. Sometimes they can get very solid. <laughs> very solid. That's what I'm associating with. Yeah. Yeah. Look, we'll have a look anyway. Um, but geez, that's all. Thanks for listening to our ramblings. I feel like I could have talked for another five hours about food. Same. I feel like we didn't even really get into like, you know, what are your breakfasts and lunches and fucking hell inspire us. But your look, anyway, we only have one human. Please send us your food inspiration, though. Tell us what your average day looks like, because I definitely need more. I'd love, I'd love to just see people's dinners. Like I would love, I, like there's whole TikTok things of people just like, what are you eating a day? And I'm like so intrigued by it. I'm like, so it's so inspiring. Maybe people just tag us in their dinner pics, please. Yeah, please tag us in your dinner pics. And also, I would like to know about lunches when you're working from home, specifically yes. people who are working from home, what your lunches look like. Generally, it's just my last night's dinner um, oh, or a bagel or something, you know, like eggs and toast. Yeah, or like something like something like that. Um, So, yeah, I mean, any inspo and then breakfast. I mean, uh, in my head, I assume everyone is just like me and has like porridge or yeah, like, Weetabix or whatever. But does anyone do anything mad? I have no. overnight oats and I make homemade granola. Sorry, granola is something I need to talk about for a quick second. Yeah. Granola to buy is ludicrously priced, too sweet and not nice. Granola yeah. to make is amazing, delicious and way nicer than the stuff you buy for like eight euro a bag. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you can like you can gauge how much sugar you put in and everything. So it's much better. It takes literally 10 minutes to make. Yeah, yeah. I know getting all the nuts and bits, but if you go to Aldi, the nuts are all very cheap. Like you just get all the bits, put them in jars. I would almost always have like pecans or almonds or whatever in exactly. my dress. So your oats, your walnuts, your almonds, whatever, your sunflower seeds, a bit of maple syrup, a bit of honey, a bit of cinnamon. In happy days. There you go. Heard it here first. Boom. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Thanks a million, guys. As always. Um, yeah, and um, please get in touch. Let us know your your foodie bits. And if you feel like becoming a patron and getting two more episodes a month, you can do by going to www.stateofus. No, that's a lie. www.patreon.com forward slash stateofus. You. The link's in our Instagram bio. You. Okay, see you guys. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.